I hear them talking in the streets, but they don't say the real. We really debating the industry and what the six of feel. Cold shoulders turn to open arms when you on for real. Ain't no strangers to the bricks. Now let's build something for real. It's too real, real, it's too real. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy E. This is Too Real the Podcast. We back with another episode. How y'all doing out there, man? Hope y'all good. Um, yeah, man. Today's a good day, man. It's a great day. Um, Toronto's 184th birthday. You know what I mean? I'm happy to live in the GTA. You know, Toronto. It's the same shit. But yeah, man. Shout out to Toronto, man. Beautiful city, amazing city, city of multicultures. You know what I mean? Multicultural city, just. Just a great hub, man. I love this place. I love this place with all my heart, man. And we're just so unique. So it's just dope. You know what I mean? 184, that's a lot. That's a long fucking time, man. So when you really take it back, that's the 1800s. You know what I mean? I'm sure it was a completely different environment back then. I'm sure there was natives. I'm sure there was slaves and all that. But um, just to be a major city in the world and be able to live here, Man, it's a blessing, man. You know what I mean? A lot of people are in the outskirts of town in different places. But 184, man. Shout out to Toronto. Um, Toronto needs to get herself together, though, man. I don't know what's going on with the weather. Like, I think it was, like, Saturday. It was, like, beaming. Sun was beaming. It was nice. Then today, it started snowing and shit. It was, it, it was not cool today. Today is really cold, and it's March. You know what I mean? It should be spring. We should be... Getting ready to gear up for the for the hot days, but on another note too, man, it's also um, Ghana Independence Day, man. Shout out to Ghana um, on their sixty first. That's that's big, man. The first African country to get independence. You know what I mean? So shout out to them, man. Like like when you really think about it, um, these a lot all these African countries they're really young as far as being independent, right? Sixty one. That's what's what's that like? Nineteen fifty seven. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, and they set the trend for all the other countries, you know what I mean? Nigeria, Sierra Leone, and all the other countries that got their independence, you know what I mean? So, shout out to them. Um, yeah, 61, I've been in Ghana. It's a beautiful place. I went, I went around the whole Ghana, actually. I went to the Cape Coast, went to Kumasi, went to Accra. Like, I went to the slave trade, you know what I mean? Where you saw where slaves were getting shipped out of and where they were being kept. Um, I walked on this, like, giant fucking... It's like you walk over like a rainforest over like this bridge made of like um, net. I can't explain it, but it's like you would be scared as hell, you know what I mean, if if the shit ever dropped. You know what I mean? You're falling mad high in the sky into mad trees and probably I don't know what type of animals is down there. But yeah, man, shout out to Ghana, man, for setting the train, man, and being the first to get um, independence. That's big, man. Um, 61, yeah, shout out to them. Uh, honestly, man, I don't know if it's... I don't know, man. I'm just really a home bug nowadays, man. I don't really like be getting out the crib. I'm just always chilling. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't even like shout the weed maps for getting the weed delivered. Like life has just changed. Like the internet and the world has just changed so much. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. Weed maps is really these delivery weed guys, man. Shout to them. Like I, I never thought this would be a, we're at a point in the world where these guys. I don't know how they do it, bro. To be honest, like I'm surprised. I'm sure these guys get robbed there all the time because um, I actually saw two dispensaries got robbed recently downtown. But these guys are rolling around with like orders of weed, like 
Like I'm talking orders. These niggas basically the prison that get my weed. They talk about they they get orders from eight o'clock to to two o'clock. Then from two o'clock they're on the road till eight thirty. You know what I mean? Just doing deliveries with all this weed in their car and all this money. But whatever, no here, no, that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying that's very convenient, man. So shout out to all the weed services that are definitely playing their part. But what I'm trying to get to is, man, being home and shit, man. I just want to, I really love Netflix, bro. Like, when Netflix first came out, man, I wasn't, like, if you really, you really got to wait, you got to stay down and wait, man. I'm really thinking about Netflix when I first was on Netflix, when it was just, old movies, and that was cool, but, like, I always was a nigga that had DVDs, like, bootlegs and shit, like, I had mad bootlegs, like, I still got them till today, like, I got, I had mad pirated shit, but the Netflix originals now, man, how they've come so far into developing their own shows, this shit is, this shit is beautiful, man, and what I actually got into Netflix for was, because, you know, my boy put me on Sons of Anarchy, Breaking Bad, and when watching those type of shows, like, I'm a person, like, I can't watch a lot of shows because I hate that little continuation period, you know what I mean? And the whole fact of binge-watching is an amazing, it's an amazing thing for me, you know what I mean? I love to binge-watch and just get it all out the way, you know what I mean? So there's this show on, on Netflix called Seven Seconds, man. Uh, I, I just recommend it to everybody. That shit is, that shit is crazy, man. I love that show, man. And um, it was a great series, 10 episodes. And... And why I say I love the fact that you can binge watch, because this show is full of so much suspense and so much is going on. I, I would be so tight. Like, it wouldn't, I would be so tight to have to wait till next week to see what's going to happen. And it wouldn't have the same effect on me as, like, holy, I'm like, I'm trying to find out what's happening right now. Somebody just died right now. Something like the next week, that emotion's gone. That anticipation's really gone. You know what I mean? Um, seven seconds, very, very dope, man. Um, I don't really want to give it away too much, but it's definitely it's about a a black a black kid who was like 15, 16, who got hit by a cop um, in a hit and run basically, and that's what it looked like, you know. But it wasn't really a hit and run. Basically, they end up covering up, you know. What I mean, he calls his other cops, which is um you know dirty cops, you know. What I mean, they cover up this this kid, and then it, it goes to trial. It just becomes a big thing, man. But at the end of it, like. I don't want to spoil it, but it, it just ends so fucked up, man. You you really want, when you're watching a movie, you know, like that fairy tale ending, you know what I mean? You want that fairy tale ending, but it doesn't end like that, you know what I mean? It really ends like how it ends in real life for a lot of black kids, you know what I mean? So I don't really want to spoil it, but that show is very dope, man. Um, Netflix is holding it down, man. I, you know what I mean? When I'm not watching like basketball or like Undisputed or like some shit like that, I'm really watching Netflix, man. I don't really care. Or CB24. Like, I don't really watch nothing on TV. Like, these Netflix originals is lit. Uh, yeah, I watched The Shy. You know what I mean? Um, Shy is cool. The Shy is cool. Definitely cool. But, yeah, man. Um, Atlanta's back. The show with Donald Glover. I'm, that's a show that I'm going to just let the episodes stack up. I'm... It's a cool show to me, but it ain't like on my priority list to to the point where I can't go without it. You know what I mean? I'm definitely just gonna let that stack up and watch those. I don't. It doesn't really. I don't like to watch shows like that and just have that one episode there. But yeah, man. Shout out to Netflix. I want everybody taking that seven seconds, man. The way it ends is just so fucking 
Yo, she had me tight. She had me real tight. Um, they're bringing back uh, Luke Cage. You know, um, the the Mar uh, the Marvel series on Netflix. And to keep it real, man, I I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Um, I never watched any other series on Marvel on Netflix besides Luke Cage, man, because I was I can relate to it. I like that type of shit. Um, Jessica Jones didn't watch it. Daredevil, I tried to watch it because everybody kept saying it was ill, and that shit was trash. Um, uh, basically, Luke, Luke Cage is, it, it takes place in Harlem, you know what I mean, it has a lot of Harlem Renaissance in it, you know, it has references to the Apollo, Langston Hughes, Bumpy Johnson, it was just really cultured, you know what I mean, there was so many things that had to do with black people that just kept me in tune with the show, and it had a great storyline, so, yeah, I'm excited for season two, you know what I mean, I'm with it, especially with all the momentum of this Black Panther, um, I think it's, it's great, man. Um, speaking of Black Panther, yo, just um, breaking a lot of records out there, man. I think it's over, I don't know, 2 billion, I don't know, I think I read that somewhere, and I'm just like, this is nuts, man. And it really like makes me wonder how the money gets gets distributed, you know what I mean? Because, let's keep it real, I read somewhere that Chadwick Boseman only made 700000 for the role of Black Panther, you know what I mean? You guys can look that up and do your research yourselves. Hope, I, I hope that I'm wrong. I heard that he got like a 500 up front and then he would get um a couple, like a, he'll get points from the movie, how many sold. Obviously two billion is a lot and stuff, but like a, a point something percentage, you know what I mean? Not like a, a full one, like a zero point something percentage. Yes, that is a lot from what the movie sold, but like he may end up coming out with like five million. You know, and this could be his come out party, you know what I mean? But when you think of guys like Will that make the 20, 25, and how big this movie is, it's, you know what I mean? It, it sounds kind of crazy. I'm wondering, I'm sure Michael B. Jordan probably got a little bit more. But damn, like, it's probably, they probably didn't have a, you would think, they probably did have a crazy budget for the movie, but they probably used it on the technology and not really the cast, you know what I mean? And probably the marketing. But the success is dope, man. But I hope these guys all get their, their pays, you know what I mean? And, Obviously, it's going to open up bigger doors for other movies and bigger parts. So I'm hoping the checks come. But 700000 sounded a little off to me. And I mean, that's that that just kind of makes you feel like, <laughs> shit, Monique, if you, if you got 700000 for that, Monique, Monique better take that 500000 and run with it. You know what I mean? Now, I'm playing because I know it's comedy and she can't use her material and all that. But 700000 sounds a little low. But you know what I mean? Shout out to the whole cast, man, for, for making some history. I heard that um, Marvel's about to come out with a new movie just now. I think, um, I don't know what that nigga's name I think Iron Man. I think there's going to be a new Iron Man just now. So, yeah, um, that's that's dope. Uh, um, Kobe got an Oscar, you know what I mean, since we're talking this movie stuff. Uh, he got an Oscar for um, animated picture, best animated picture, I think. Um, honestly, shout out to Kobe, man. Like, I guess... This is a big deal, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not, I don't want to walk light over it. I just don't really care about the Oscars and stuff like that. Um, I know it's a great accomplishment, you know what I mean? Because he's beat out so many people. And it just shows, you know, his talent and his um, story writing capability and stuff. But it kind of, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a little awkward when Kobe was breathing real hard, you know what I mean? And happy to accept his, his award and... What he said, like, honestly, it's his life and it's his achievements, you know what I mean? I can't speak for him. But when he said, when he was like, this feels better than winning any championships, I'm serious. 
Like, that was kind of like, damn, like, holy shit, you've been working in basketball your whole life. Like, you've been playing basketball your whole life. And then I think he was, like, 21 and won a championship. So 21 years, and then you kind of, like, got out of basketball, like, um, a year ago, and you you win this Oscar. And, you know what I mean, it's your biggest accomplishment, like, outside of, I'm sure, his family and stuff like that. Hey, I, I can't, I can't. I can't speak for him, and I don't understand that. But you know, what I mean, it's a great accomplishment. I'm happy for him. You know, what I mean, Kobe's my boy. But that that was just like, whoa, like, damn, like this shit means more to you than 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 winning the championship that you blood, sweat, and tears for. Like, maybe I guess it it all kind of comes back to it because it's dear basketball. So it all it, it's him telling his story on the love for the game. But it was just, that was kind of a trip, you know what I mean? I know Adam Silverman was like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, shout out to Kobe, man. That's 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 another th- that's another trophy in the cabinet that Mike don't have, you know what I mean? We're going to keep upping on that nigga, you know what I'm saying? Um, over the weekend, you know what I mean? It was a, it was a lot of great boxing, actually. Um, I watched a lot of great boxing. Uh, I watched um, the, the Andre Durrell fight. I watched, um, I actually watched the Kell Brook fight after, you know what I mean, Kell Brook won. There was a lot of, I mean, but the big fight was um, the Deontay Wilder fight versus Luis Ortiz. Um, that was a great fight, actually, like, very entertaining, um, on the edge, you know what I mean? I had I had Wilder losing the fight, like, I'm going to keep it 100. Ortiz was, was, was um, tagging him, uh, outboxing him. Outworking him, but you know Wilder had his moments, and then in the tenth round he just was just pa 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 knocked him out lights out. Um, he was supposed to win that fight regardless, but I didn't expect it to be that competitive. But it, it did show me a lot, man. I don't care what nobody says. I don't care uh, about the knockout. Yeah, because he has he has punching power, but I I believe Anthony Joshua has punching power. And what I'm trying to get to is I don't think Deontay Wilder can beat Anthony Joshua. He's not going to take Anthony Joshua the next fight. If he does, he's a real champion, and he has real heart, and he believes in himself. But he ain't taking Anthony Joshua next fight, or even the fight after that. Just seeing how Luis Ortiz was able to outbox him, have stamina, keep up with him. And Luis Ortiz is like 38. Deontay Wilder's 32. Anthony Joshua's, I think he's like 26 or 27, something like that. And he's... You can't let it give him the t- those type of opportunities that Deontay Wilder gave him, cause he'll knock his ass out. Like he will knock his ass out. Like Wilder was getting tagged. He got stunned in the fight. Um, Anthony Joshua outboxed him. He's he's way more athletic than than Ortiz. Way more stronger. Way more has way more ability. Like he's gonna have his. Oh man, it's yo. It's crazy. Like if he gets, if he gives him those shots to be taken today, that's gonna be a great fight because it's gonna be a lot of blows. It's just gonna be speed versus speed and power versus power and, and great boxing. You know what I mean? So I, I want that fight. I hope that fight can happen next. Um, show, shout out to Showtime. Showtime's doing a lot, a lot for the for the sport right now. Um, I saw Earl Spence call out um, Kell Brook. I, I would love to see that. But Showtime has been a lot of great boxing coming up. You know what I mean? I, I was definitely. I came up on HBO Boxing, but Showtime is definitely taking over the sport right now. Uh, yo, this is mad random, but like, 
I guess it's been going on for a while, but last month is when I kind of like first really came in contact with this game, and I haven't, I just haven't played it because I'm just, I'm just, it's hard for me to get back into games, but I want to play it, but I don't know how and I don't know how to start. I'm talking about Fortnite. Um, it's just what I, I don't know what to call it. It's one of those games, those I don't know what you call those type of games, um, role player, whatever they call them, role. Something games. You always see those commercials on TV and shit, but I want to RPG, I think. Um, I want to try it. I want to try it out, man. If anybody listening knows how to play Fortnite, um, come online with me and show me how to play, man. Like, I seen it online. I seen all the reviews. I I was on, like, um, a game site and just always talking about Fortnite. It's just everywhere, and I guess, and it's a free game, too. So it's like, why am I not playing this? I don't know, but... I just it just looks very complicated, man. I, I read up on it and I just don't know what to do, but I guess I'm gonna give it a try soon. You know what I mean? So if anybody knows how to play Fortnite, hit a brother up. I would definitely love to know what's going on. Um, what's been going on out here? Uh, oh, okay. Let's talk about the, let's talk about some hip hop. Um, hip hop had an event for week. Um, we can get into it with the Rick Ross situation. Uh, I really don't know what's going on with, with the Rick Ross Rick Ross situation. So I don't know how to re, what even to say on it. We are we just know that the headlines were saying Rick Ross was on life support, that Rick Ross had a seizure, he was unconscious. Um, Fifty put up a okay. I, 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 I'm I'm gonna finish. Um, he he was unconscious and he was on life support, and he had to be taken from his mansion to the hospital, and it was looking real bad. You know what I mean? And there was also a report Fifty put up, but I don't know like where he got this from. It had a lot of the same things the TMZ report had, but then it had a little extra detail about Rick Ross shitting on himself. You know what I mean? Uh, first of all, the Rick Ross thing was very um, it was alarming. You know what I mean? Because we usually these headlines come with Lil Wayne, you know, and even Rick Ross said it on the album. Um, had had a seizure at the Super Bowl. Woke up looking for the smoke. You know what I mean? Like, you had a seizure at the Super Bowl, and then he just woke up and had, like, it's nothing. You know what I mean? It's become, like, something he's kind of gotten used to. A lot of people do have seizures with epilepsy. I don't know if he has epilepsy, but um, when, when it was going on and all the headlines, and I saw all the other rappers concerned, because when I see other rappers concerned, I'm kind of concerned, too, because I'm like, all right, they actually know the nigga. They got the inside scoop. It was, I was actually nervous. I was kind of sad, man, because... I would hate to see Rick Ross go. You know what I mean? We just saw the same thing happen with French, um, Fredo, Fredo Santana. You know what I mean? Like the health issues, like it, it happens. Combat Jack. I swear to God, every Tuesday, like today, I woke up thinking about Combat Jack because that was part of my routine for at least two, two and a half years of just waking up and listening to Combat every Tuesday. Like I thought about him today. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's like this. The health thing is, it's real. You know what I mean? Like life and death. Like when you hear somebody's going through something like that. You should take it very seriously because, you know, what I mean, we're not super, we're not superhumans. You know, what I mean, we ain't Black Panther, we ain't got vibranium. Like we ain't, like, the strong will survive, but you know, what I mean, the body, you know, what I mean, the body can't is not always willing to keep going. You know, what I mean, um, the spirit is the spirit is willing and the flesh is weak. You know, you know how that how that goes, but I don't know. You know what I mean, Rick Ross's family and his daughter, um, gunplay. Fat Trail, they all said he wasn't on life support. So it's like, I I just don't know. You know what I mean? But I hope Rick Ross can make a speedy recovery. 
I hope we can find out what's going on with him because apparently he quit the lean and shit. Like, if you see Rick Ross, he's he's slimmed down. He must have lost at least 100 pounds. Like, he looks good, bro. Like, he looks healthy. He looks happy. You know, Rick Ross living his best life, so I'm not too sure what it is or what drugs it is or if it's just failure or just um, uh, a, a beatdown of the body over years and now you're, you're getting your life together. Um it, it could be like that. And also, people also say, like, even when you change your diet and you start to lose certain weight, your body's just like, hold up now. We're trying to adjust. Like, we wasn't moving at this type of pace. You know what I mean? Your heart rate's moving a lot faster than it ever was. So it's like, maybe it's just a lot for the body to handle. You know what I mean? But I definitely, we definitely need Rick Ross in hip-hop. You know what I mean? A real boss. Uh, somebody who's generous. Somebody who doesn't look like, yo, he, I don't think he's ever played any of his artists. Let them out of his deals. Um, just a team player, man, and I fuck with Rose, man. Um, what else? What else? What's it gonna say? The fifty thing is it, the fifty thing is where it gets a little out of hand because, yo, man, fifty's always gonna be always gonna be good in my books. You know what I mean? I can't. I, it's hard for me not to like fifty because he set a tone and a standard of what hip hop and how rap should be. You know what I mean? I kind of still live up to some of some of the things he put down. You know what I mean? Like, so his antics and the things that he does, we're used to them. You know what I mean? And and nothing really shocks me. But what with this one, this one was kind of weird because I felt that, you know, we've heard so many scares with the Rick Ross and like the Lil Wayne's and hip hop. So I felt that he, I don't think he took it this serious. I thought when he saw it, um, you know, he had a seizure and that he, I thought he thought it was just some regular shit. You know what I mean? Oh, Rick Ross is just, he going to be back. He, he just did had like an overdose or some some random shit like that. I thought he was thinking like that, but then you know when it, when he starts seeing the life support, the backlash like I saw a lot of people turn on Fifty. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people turned on Fifty. Like in his comments, he took it down. You know what I mean? But on his next pictures and yo, Fifty's real calculated. Like he took that shit down. Next picture was a picture of his little son. You know what I mean? The four or five year old kid that everybody loves, sire. You know what I mean? So. He knew how to try and do switch it up like that, but in his comments, people were just getting at him. Yo, is it that serious? Grow up, you're immature. Um, you know, like because he's really that. Like, and then, I, okay, I'll get to that. But it's just kind of, I don't know anymore. It's like, yo, does this fifty still need to do that stuff? It's like, is there beef? I guess because he's paying Rick Ross baby moms five million or six million dollars. But is there? I know beef is eternal with fifty, but. To the point where I thought they're just coexisting, you know. You know what I mean? I thought they're just coexisting. I know 50 likes to just get in the shots here and there, but once he realized that, like, I guess Ross' situation wasn't too too, um, too serious, he, he went back at it, you know what I mean? Because he took the post down and tried to, like, and got low for a bit. And then the next next post he put up was the Yvonne Drago from Rocky Four. And if you know Rocky Four, um, I mean, if you know Rocky, Yvonne Drago is the guy where... The Russian dude that was so strong and everything, and he killed Apollo. And the commentator asked him, like, "Yo, how do you feel about what you your punch? I'm knocking him out and, and put him in the state." He goes, "If he dies, he dies." You know what I mean? And, and Fifty put that up. So it's just like, I don't know, man. I don't know if, if it is this just still cool. Like, it doesn't bother me because it's just Fifty, but it's just kind of it bothers it. it, it not bothers me, but it makes me wonder, like, damn, if, like, 
this shit still matters to you, bro. You really don't care what people think, like, and I, we know that. But it's just still to wonder, like, yo, because Fifty still does his runs, you know. I Fifty still does his like his media runs where he'll be on the View, like pandering to those middle aged America people, like white women, white men, and like he still does his runs. Chelsea Handler, Jimmy Kimmel, you know what I mean. So it's like he really don't give a shit, like, because they could be like, you know what, this guy's a little off. You know what I mean? So I don't know how that works for 50. Like, does, does hip-hop news not really cross over to the mainstream? Because I just would think some people wouldn't fuck with him. Like, that's, you know, that's that's when people kind of draw the line. The niggas on the, they're saying he's on his deathbed, and you just really not even going to let him die. You going to really comment on it. You know what I mean? So as far as hip-hop, I think we can accept that. We know where 50's from. We know the streets, and we know some things just are don't die but 50 really is still mainstream so it kind of it's like with gerard butler like how are he gonna look at standing next to this guy saying if he dies he dies and shit like that you know what i mean so that's just one of those things um fuck and some more bad news in it um in hip-hop nba young boy nba young boy and you know, some people might not see it as bad news. He, so a lot of those comments, he's, he gets a lot of hate, you know what I mean? But it is deserved, you know what I mean? Because if, if you're living to a, more, a certain moral standard, but um, whatever, I'm going to get into it. Uh, NBA Young Boys looking at 10 years, you know what I mean? Um, obviously, that's just what the the headlines are saying. But the deeper the deeper thing is, NBA Young Boy, um, I don't know if I spoke on it, but he got arrested in 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 Florida, oh I don't know why he got arrested, but I believe it was Florida, um, for something he did in a hotel. Basically, he he fought with his girlfriend, um, and the thing about this whole situation is like, well, it's, it's, she's called, she's saying it wasn't a fight, but there's there's video footage of NBA young boy slamming his girlfriend, pushing her, like literally carrying her and bringing her into a room, um. And I don't know how the footage, like if maybe the, like people in the hotel must have heard them yelling, because if the footage, if they seen this footage without knowing this incident, I don't know how it became, you know, um, reported to the cops and shit. It could have just been footage and nobody knew. But he basically um, left state. I guess he heard that there was gonna be a warrant for him. He left the state, but somehow still got arrested. And I think they shipped him to Georgia. But the the thing about this whole thing is basically. Every young boy before this whole incident, he's been on probation because he was he he did like a drive by attempted murder and um he was basically got like a state charge. I don't know how it went, like a suspended sentence where the judge was like, We're just gonna put you on probation. If if you're on probation and you can do good behavior, you know what I mean, we know you have a career and whatever. If you can if you can be on probation and figure this out will suspend your sentence and they suspended a 10-year sentence but now that he's been getting in trouble you know he, he he got he got robbed he was making threats he was fighting um this whole girlfriend issue uh there's a lot of negative stuff going on around him they're saying that they're trying to like the probation officer and the prosecutor are like yo you know what this guy is a menace to society um they, they literally said that in quote he's a threat to society so they're trying to give him, put him back in jail, you know what I mean, to revoke that probation, take that, violate his probation and put him in jail, and he may not get the 10 years, but fuck, regardless, if he's about to go to jail right now for us, he might go to jail for some time, because the footage doesn't look good, his, like, 
his, his their situation is very very him and his girlfriend situation is very um I think they both have a lot of mental issues you know a lot of psychological shit you know what I mean they're from the streets they're from I think he's from Louisiana I'm not too sure if it's Baton Rouge or where he's from but their situation is different you know I guess they said they said they love each other you know what I mean they they got their name he has her name tatted on his face she has his name tatted on his face but. Yeah, I mean, there was a situation where, <laughs> you know, their situation is crazy. Like, even men that want their women to be submissive, I don't know if it's to the point where it's like this. Like, those are even a situation where NBA Youngboy told his girl to go sleep in the hotel lobby because he brought some next bitches up to the room and was like, yo, you just got to kick it downstairs for a bit while I fuck these bitches. You know what I mean? And there was a, a picture of her sleeping in the lobby on the couch. Um, you know, so like, and, she, and she'll come on video and be like, Nah, we good. We you know our relationship's great. Whatever the, and you know even with the video her get thrown around, she said they were just playing. You know, and that that's how they play. They they've been having a lot of these wild situations. You know what I mean? But you can tell that they both they understand each other. You usually see those situations like with even like junkies and um those two people that are just doing drugs together. And you're like, yo, they just need each other. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? This is toxic for everybody. But what they can't live without each other. So this situation just it's all bad, you know what I mean? Um some are gonna say he should do jail time, you know what I mean? I don't think that's gonna make him a better person, you know what I mean? I think he needs some type of counseling and rehabilitation. I feel like that's what the court should try to get him. Like he's he's a wild boy, man. Like he like you're on probation knowing that you can have a ten year sentence. Regardless of this girl shit, like he's been doing a lot of wild shit on the road, you know what I mean? Threats, telling niggas to fight, pull up. And all that crashing cars, doing a whole a lot of stuff, you know what I mean. So this could play out real bad for him, man. Like it could play out real bad for him, man. One thing, one thing I've realized over the years is that whether it's death, life, whatever it is, it's real. Like nobody's invincible. Like your rapper, favorite rapper can go to jail. Your favorite rapper can can die. You know what I mean? Just because they're celebrities and they're on TV and they got money, that does not. It doesn't make them immune from situations, you know what I mean? You can look at Bobby Spurrier, you look at Kodak Black, Max B, Chinks Drugs. Like, there's so many situations where it's like, yo, this shit is really real. Like, it's real life. They ain't different from other people, you know what I mean? So, it's not looking good for NBA Youngboy right now at all, you know what I mean? Um, hopefully, best, best, of, best of luck to him, you know what I mean? And hopefully he can grow. And this can teach him to, to do better, man. Like, we see with these young guys. With him and Kodak, two wild boys, man. And in their music, yo, they have they have sense. So it's like, it's just putting that sense to work. You know what I mean? Uh, Tory Lanez dropped his album this weekend. I mean, this week, Memories Don't Die. Um, I'm not the biggest Tory fan. I don't even know why I'm not the biggest Tory fan. I just think I just don't listen. I just don't really, really give him a chance. I gave this album a chance. I didn't listen to I Told You So. But this one, um, I, I fucked with it, you know what I mean? I listened to it like three days in a row. I think it's cool, man. Um, I, l I like the real thing with Future. I like that track. I like um, Shooters. I like the song After Shooters, the singing song. I think uh, For Me, For Me, I think it's, yeah, it's For Me. Um, Pieces with 50 Cent. It's a lot of it's a lot of songs in there, but um, yeah, it's cool, man. I definitely thought it was cool. Um, shout out to Tory, man. I think they say he's gonna do like fifty thousand. That's good. I think that's dope. You know what I mean? Um, he's definitely a he's a he's a staple in hip hop now. He's respected by his peers. 
Um, yeah, yo, it's, it's great to see a nigga from the city doing doing this thing, man. Especially a nigga from Brampton. He he's had a long journey, and people really got to see him come up. You know what I mean? We all got to see him come up. So he's getting what he deserves, man. Shout out to Tory Lanez. Um, I don't know if I spoke on the Takashi album, um, Day Sixty Nine. I think I think yo, I like I like the album. You know what I mean? I think. It's there's a it's a little repetitive, you know what I mean. Especially because I already knew some of the songs, you know what I mean. Like Kuda and um, Gummo, they're still great songs to me. As much as they're older, but I like Billy. I like Rondo. I like Rondo a lot actually. Um, I like the Nine Three song. Uh, yeah, it's it's a little, you know what I mean. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like there's a couple songs where he's doing some real wild chanting on there. I I don't really fuck with those songs. But yeah, I like the energy um, Takashi's coming with. Scum gang, you know what I mean. I fuck with. I fuck with this. I fuck with Takashi still. Um, what else dropped? Killy dropped his new tape. Um, I haven't listened to it yet. You know what I mean. It dropped. It dropped. Um, I think it dropped last night actually. Um, I'm gonna give that a chance. Robin Banks dropped his new tape. I listened to that. Haven't really fully got into it yet, but. It's it's a it's a different side of Robin, you know what I mean? It's a little different. You know what I mean? I'm gonna listen more and then finally get my, my final decision on that tape. Um I'm gonna keep it so real, man. God is my witness. Um Jay Z, Beyonce, Cali in the future. I guess Cali has a track they dropped at the top off. I have not listened to it. I've heard everybody say it's shit. And songs like that, they just don't interest me. Like I don't really care to hear Jay Z and Beyonce. I I want I know what I wanna hear from Jay Z. Like what four 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 was about, I wanna hear that. What reasonable that was about when I hear that. Like I don't I'm not a guy who's into the anthems and stuff like that. I don't really I'ma hear it when I hear it, you know what I mean? But I'm definitely not in a rush. I haven't pressed play. I'm not a I don't I'm not into the hype beast shit, man. Like I'm gonna get to it when I get to it, but all the reviews I can understand why people aren't fucking with it. It, it just Beyonce Jay Z future and Beyonce's rapping, you know what I mean? And and we're you know, they've got people are gonna fuck whatever Beyonce to fuck with Whatever Beyonce does, I'm not saying the verse isn't hard because I haven't heard it, but some of the people, yo, we need a full rap album from Beyonce. I'm like, God damn, already? You know what I mean? Like, um, what, it's just because it's Beyonce. You know what I mean, Chris Brown can really rap his ass off, but when he rap, niggas don't even give a fuck. You know what I mean? People tell him to go back to singing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, people said Beyonce took a shot at Tiffany Haddish because she said, if you want to chill with B, you got to sign a non disclosure. And um, Tiffany Haddish basically was, she told a story about where Beyonce checked a girl, a lady, an actress for putting her hands on Jay-Z's chest. You know what I mean? So that that, that, was, that was cool. Uh, another thing, people, people, yo, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Um, Tiffany Haddish, um, I can't remember who crowned her, the, the queen of comedy, I think it was Jamie Foxx. But a lot of people were coming for her, like, you know what I mean? A lot of people, like, because I guess she's down to earth and real, that's what got her to the position she's in, but now you're seeing a lot of people try to get at her for those same things. And like, you know, they did to Cardi too. Like, um, for her being down to earth and going to places like um Tiffany Haddish right now, she's she has this Alexander McQueen dress that she wore she's worn it her third time to the Oscars now. She wore it to the Oscars and she wore it to like two other functions, you know what I mean? She said she was going to continue to wear this dress because, fuck, she's like, I ain't I ain't bougie. I'm, this is a beautiful dress and it's expensive, so I'm going to keep wearing it. Um, she was doing a lot of ratchet shit. I guess she was climbing over the um, 
the ropes. You know, people were just saying, like, yo, she's extra. And with her telling the Beyonce story, people were getting at her for doing that. But I guess recently, I don't know if this was a joke or what, but Brad Pitt must have told her that, yo, if we're both single in a year from now, holler at me. You know what I mean? And she caught some flack for that because people were like, yo, you don't got to say that. Just hold it down. And when Brad Pitt comes through, he comes through. You know what I mean? So... I'm thinking she's just living her she's just living her life, man. She's an open book. You know what I mean? She's just enjoying all the fruits of her labor and she does she just wants it all documented. Like she gonna if this happened, she gonna say this happened. She's just happy to be there. You know what I mean? She's in the moment, she's humble, she's like, yo, this is Brad Pitt said this to me, Beyonce said this. So, you know, she's telling all the stuff that's happening to her, but hey, heavy's head that wears the crown. A lot of people are coming for her. I think there's a new show, a new series coming out called Last OG. With Tiffany Haddish and Tracy Morgan. That looks like it's gonna be dope. Um, I'm gonna fuck with that. Yo, that, yo, as we all know, man, that was that was Usher on the Confessions joint. You know what I mean? Um, I just had to play that because I just felt like that's what the Usher's Usher must have got the news like that from his lawyer. Usher just got divorced, man. His wife of two years is like, I'm calling her quits. The herpes shit got to her, man. Like, you know, when you take you take your oath, the um, the preacher says, for richer, for poor. For better, for worse, in sickness, in health. You know what I mean? She's not She's not with that shit. She is not with that shit, man. Like, this shit, Usher is about to come out with a new album. He just lost his wife. Herpes allegations, fucking big girls. Oh, man, this is, this is going to get spooky for Usher, man, because clearly his wife, this is true. Like, it, the herpes thing is definitely true. You know what I mean? As much as there's lawsuit paperwork and everything out there, People still don't know if it's true or not because he doesn't want to comment on it. But um, the herpes situation has definitely ruined Usher's marriage, man. And yo, brothers, we just got to be safe out here, man, and take precautions. I can't blame Usher for like you know what I mean for catching it or like maybe you know he he could have been a little reckless, you know what I mean as as a celebrity just being doing wild shit. But Fuck, like I don't know, man. This shit can ruin lives. This ain't curable, so you gotta you gotta walk tread lightly and know what you're doing and know who you messing with, man. Like, especially being married, you can't play with that shit. You know what I mean? Like that would that. I guess his wife probably knew, and she just wanted to be under wraps with it. But it could really fuck with your your mind and how people look at you. People may treat you a little different. So yo, hopefully everything goes well with Usher, man. This is a lot to handle, man. Um. I don't know. I just don't know how you bounce back from this because you're going to have to do media at some point and people are going to want to know these questions. They're going to want to know, you know what I mean? And JD was on the breakfast club saying he doesn't have it or all this stuff. So it's like this is this is this is nuts, man. This is nuts. But um prayers up for Usher, man. Um and you know, I don't know if there 
is you know the people are always saying there's a cure for HIV. Is there like some secret cure for her herpes that rich people? No, Usher's rich. He would have it. So I guess you just can't get cured from that shit, man. We gotta be safe out here, people, man. Real shit, man. Um, yeah, that's 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 rough, Usher. To be honest, on to some more like um positive stuff. You know what I mean? Um, uh, no, no pun intended, but um. S- there's this player in at the NFL Combine, you know what I mean? I don't know anything about football. I don't watch college football. I know it's a big thing and all that. Um, I don't know nothing about none of that shit. But I have saw the story about a, a player who's who's just continued to impress and, and like just put his name on put his name on the map, you know what I mean? And and defy the odds. Uh, I'm talking about Shaquem Bar Shaquem Griffin. Um he's a player you know, the combines where um for those that don't know, is a is a place where like you go in the NFL to test out your skills and you know, you do a whole bunch of drills. They have it in NBA too, but not as intense as the NFL. They'll make you like lift weights, pump weights and just basically, you know, strength and training and skills so that basically you're going to a draft, people wanna know where you rank and how you how you perform well, you know, they're in your respective position. But Shaquem Griffin is a linebacker from the University of Central Florida. Um, he has this condition called, um, it's called amniotic band syndrome. Um, basically, he was, he, you know, um, I'm sure you've seen these people around, or even if people that are, that do have the syndrome themselves. But um, basically, he was born with um, some fetal um, underdevelopments, basically, Basically, something goes on in the sack, and something happens to the baby. Like I can't explain where, but it can be different parts. It could be different limbs, and it just wraps around your finger or your toes, um, and somehow you won't you won't develop properly. Um, so basically, he had this issue, and once he came out of the, his mother's womb, um, he had to he had to get uh, he had to get his hand amputated. So. Ever since a kid, he's only had one hand, and it's crazy because he even has a twin brother. You know what I mean? And his twin brother came out fine, and I, I guess his twin brother plays back on football too. But he's dealt with this, bro. Um, he's dealt with this one hand, and he's playing a contact sport like football with one hand. That is hard. To tackle people without wrapping them up properly, just I don't even know. I I couldn't explain him because I have two hands, so it's hard for me to understand what he's going through. And obviously, he's adapted to it. He's made the best of his situation, man. But it's just it's just cool to see. He even he's bench pressing. Like they have this thing they put on his hand, so while he can bench press, yo, this dude is strong. Like yo, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um. I think he he ran the, the fastest forty yard dash for his position. Obviously, people will say you don't have to use your hands for that, but still, use your hands for some type of movement with, with running. Um, it's, yo, it's it's just a testament, man. God is God. God's work and His hard work and His determination to prove people wrong and do what He loves. Um, he yo, I, I don't know, man. It's just a great story to read and to watch. I hope he gets picked. Um, they're saying it's looking like he's going to be a guaranteed pick now. Or not like he's going to be in the, in the second round or late first round, I saw. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him, man. And I hope he can provide for his family, have a great career, and continue to defy the odds. Like, that's 
that's amazing, man. To be in a contact sport like that, that, that it's hard for me to imagine. It's hard for even imagine. And there's even like footage of him catching the ball. Like he can do stuff. Like this shit, this shit is amazing, man. So shout out to him, a young man. He's only twenty. He's about. He's like twenty two. Going to turn twenty three. You know what I mean? So, um, I hope he can have a great career in the NFL. He wasn't even supposed to be there. To keep it real, like they wasn't supposed to be in the combine. They're saying. Um, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, I think that's it for football. Like, I'm not gonna talk about football. I don't really care about football. Uh, the NBA though. I don't. I, NBA is man. Like, it's 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 one of the most exciting times with NBA. But it's also kind of, it's kind of. It's it's. See, here's the thing. It's exciting because it seems like an even playing field. In the East, it's an even playing field where I can even say the the Raptors are the um, the superior of all the teams, which is very rare, which has not happened in the East because we are living in the LeBron James era. You know what I mean? So that right there gives it a lot more excitement, and you like that, oh, it's just going to make great basketball and great playoff basketball, but... Why why I have this problem is because I'm the person that people always thought I hated the Raptors. I never hated the Raptors. I love I love Toronto with all my heart, you know what I mean? I love the city. I'm not a Kyle Lowry fan, I'm gonna say that, you know what I mean? But I love the city. I want the Raptors to win. My thing was when when the Cavs and Raptors always played last year and then I was like, yo, I want the Raptors, the Cavs to win. My 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 whole excuse was all right, the Cavs are way more suited to play and beat the Golden State Warriors than the Raptors. I would hate for the Raptors to get there and then just get swept. You know what I mean? With Kyrie and LeBron, there was a chance. Even though it's still the Warriors and I felt the Warriors were going to win, it's Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. But you have a better chance. Like, you know what I mean? Seeing DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry go up against Steph, Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, like it's just not an even playing field, and it just it's just a mismatch of basketball, and I would not want to watch that, and it would just it'd be heartbreaking, and it just and it was just I'm not a person that likes to, I want us to win, I ain't trying to see oh we got to the finals, I want us to win, so that was my whole thing. So now the East is a lot more even, and the Raptors are the best team, so I don't I'm not rooting for the Cavs, not rooting for the Celtics, I want the Raptors to win because none of these teams are suited to go against the Warriors, you know what I mean? So I don't mind the Raptors going to the finals this year because it ain't like Kyrie's on the Cavs and there's a chance. The Cavs suck. <laughs> like, yo, the Cavs suck. I would keep it 100. The Cavs suck. So shout out to the Raptors, man. Um, The Raptors are doing their thing. Like, literally, it, it, it they're floating. The Raptors are floating. Like, it, it, I've never lived through this era. You know what I mean? The Raptors are a new team. I think they came in 96 or 95. Uh. So I've never seen them consistently just like I'm used to the Raptors where it's always 50-50, you know what I mean? They could be the better team but still lose. They beat the teams now that they need to beat. They don't lose to no scrubs. Like that's the thing. Raptors used to lose to scrubs a lot. Like the scrubs that they're like, what are you doing? You know, on some Arsenal shit, how Arsenal just lose to niggas. You're like, you're, you're better than this. So I'm not used to this, but the, every night I'm seeing a consistency from the Raptors. It's amazing, man. It's amazing to see, man. They're playing team basketball. It's, other night it was Ibaka. Some nights it's Demar. Some nights it's Larry. Some nights it's Van Fleet. It's it's Valanciunas. It's 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 a, it's, a gr- it's great to see. But 
where it all ends is like, all right, which one of these teams is going to make it competitive in the finals? And that's what it all comes down to. Right now, you know, everybody's Houston's looking great. Everybody's saying Houston this, Houston that. Um, Houston beat OKC. They just beat OKC. Um, I don't see Houston beating the Golden State Warriors. I would love for them to do it because I would love to see something new happen. I would love to see the, the Golden State Warriors get rattled and maybe be like, oh, fuck it, we can't handle this. We got to trade clay, shake things up. You know what I mean? I would love to see the league get sh- shaken up, but I ain't betting against Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. And I'm taking bets. You know what I mean? If anybody wants to bet on that, I'm taking bets. <laughs> like, I'll take a bet any day on Golden State beating Houston in a seven-game series. Um, like I said, I would love to see a new change and and a different finals because if the Raptors – Saw Houston, it'd be a better finals than the Raptors versus the Warriors. If if the Rockets saw Houston, it'd be a better finals than um, the um, the Celtics. No, if the Rockets saw the Celtics in the finals, it'd be a better finals than the Celtics and the Warriors. And same thing with the Cavs. So it'd make it a lot more competitive, and it'd be a, it'd give somebody else a chance to win and be more repercussions for the league. People are shaking things up, but I don't know, man. Um, and if you look at the standings in the West right now, bro, like this, the NBA is different right now, bro. Like I don't, I don't care what nobody's saying. Like I know Kawhi is not back on the Spurs, but the Spurs are finished. Like I ain't trying to hear that shit. I know Greg Popovich is an amazing coach, but the Spurs are finished. Like that, that those days are over. It's a different time. Like, like niggas are still trying to live in the past. I was one of those niggas. I used to try and live in the past, and oh, it's still the Lakers. You know what I mean? Kobe's gonna come back and do what he does, and I was just failing to see that the Warriors are out here gunning and, and killing niggas. Um, it's the standings. Uh, the Rockets are 50 and 13. The Warriors are 50 and 14. And then the next person is the, the Trailblazers, which is 39 wins, 26 losses. And before I... I'm not going to skip over this. Dame fucking Lillard has been bawling out of his mind. Leading up to the All-Star break where he got disrespected and felt... He should have been an all-star. He was balling then. But coming back from the all-star break, Dame has been unstoppable. Like, Dame has been unstoppable. Um, the Trailblazers have looked really good. And it, and, and it, it always bothers me. When you see a team progressing like this and doing so well, it, it you know, I, I get a GM mode. And I'm like, who's the piece that could take these guys over the top, that put them in that conversation with the Warriors and Rockets? Because Dame, Dame is elite. CJ's a little inconsistent, but even when he's not his at his best, he's still a good player. You know what I mean? He's not yet great, but he's a good player. So I love what they're doing there. Um, Nurkic is good, um, but Dame, Dame. When you have a guy like Dame, when you have a guy, when you have an elite point guard like that, and 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 a marksman, yo, sky's always you, you always got a chance. And then right after that is the Pelicans. And then it brings you right back to GM mode again. It's like, damn, you wish Cousins was there because Pelicans are 37 and 26. They've been stringing some wins together um, on a strength of AD averaging like 40 and I think he's averaging like 40 and 13 or some shit, 40 and 14 since um, Cousins went down. He's got some great numbers. Um, yeah, and then you got the Spurs in thirty uh, in fifth with 37 and 27. So it's like... I think it, there was a point where the Spurs were keeping up with the rest of the teams, but now without Kawhi, they're losing to the bottom feeders. I'm seeing. I think the Spurs lost to the, the Kings recently. I seen. I'm seeing the Spurs look very uninspired and very 
on Spurs like, you know what I mean? Team basketball is always going to be there, but with the West so talented now and all these, all like the talent spread over and so many athletic guys, yo, without a star, you ain't going to make it in this league, my nigga. You need two of them. And if you got one, he better be like on his Dame shit or Kyrie shit or somebody who can really go get you some buckets, like literally get you them buckets and trade with a whole fucking five-man squad. You know what I mean? You got to have that. I don't even know if Kawhi is like that. And they're saying Kawhi is coming back. He's great at defense. He can find his spots. But I don't see Kawhi. Like, yo, I don't want to say that because Kawhi can really put up. He can put up buckets. But he ain't just taking over a game like that. Like, he's not going to just give me the ball. I'm doc. I'm just going at it. You know what I mean? That's not how the Spurs play. So, it's interesting, man. Like, this is a very, this is going to be the best playoffs in a long time, like I can really, I can really say that because, um, I, uh, I can't bet on anybody right now. Like I can't bet on anybody besides the Warriors. You know what I mean, and the Rockets. Thunder, Thunder, uh, Thunder, under underachievers, man. Right now, if the Thunder, if the if the league was to end today, Thunder will be in seventh place, and they play the Warriors. As much as they've played so well against the Warriors, they're not good enough, bro. Like. Their bench is not good enough. They don't focus in to 48%, 48 minutes of the game. They like to go down, be down 15, and then realize, oh, fuck, we got to play hard now, and let's make a run, and let's let's close the gap to six, to six points, but we'll never really close the gap, you know what I mean, and take over the lead. That's the Thunder's problem. They, they're uninspired. They, they only play with their back against the wall, you know what I mean? I, I guess they get motivated for games like the Warriors because there's a lot of stuff there. But against the other teams, you can't beat them. So they're not a great basketball team. They just they got a lot of individual talent. But I don't think that talent can gel, man. As much as I like Paul George and Westbrook together, you got to have a much deeper bench. You got to have other rotational pieces and other guys to make that thing work. They don't. They don't have it right now. Um, yeah, it's looking. It's just looking. It's looking really, really tough in the West, man. The Lakers have been playing well. They've been playing really well, man. Like I. This is a great time for basketball. It's a really competitive time. I think the league's happy with the way the league looks right now. Um, like it's it's like kind of the same thing. In the East, it's the Celtics and Raptors, and then the West is the the Rockets and the Warriors. And when you think about the Cavs right now, who who are third place, and they're in third place, basically tied with, the, uh, not not tied, but basically it's Pacers behind them, and it's it's the Wizards. The Cavs are thirty seven and twenty six. Pacers are 37 27, and the Wizards are 37 and 28. And right now, you can't, the Cavs are losing to, to teams that they shouldn't be losing to. They, they squeeze one out against Detroit, but you know what I mean? Like, it's Detroit, and Detroit ain't playing well. Um, Cavs, Cavs don't look like they, I, feel, I still, listen, and I'm not just saying this because it's LeBron James, and you know, that, that's the everybody's go to is, you know, um, you got to beat LeBron. You got to beat LeBron. I still believe in these players with Kevin Love. When Kevin Love comes back, I think that that can really help. You know what I mean? Really having Larry Nance Jr. as a guy that's not really the focus. He could really just rebound and get the, the clean up the points. I believe in Rodney Hood. I like Rodney Hood. I like Clarkson. Clarkson just got to realize, I think LeBron got to pull Clarkson aside. I'm like, yo, get us buckets, but bro, like, the erratic shit. You can't just be running out there on a fast period. You're not Westbrook. You're not Westbrook. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta, you gotta slow down and shit. But I definitely think that the Cavs can get it together. But right now, like, I'd be a fool to say that they like 
that they're elite. Like they're not, they're nowhere close to the the, um, the Raptors and the Celtics as far as being a team that can play team basketball. Like you know what I mean? And it's just gonna be scary in, in in the East, man. Because when the Wizards get John Wall back, like I feel like they've cooled down. They've been playing great basketball, but they've been losing. So with those losses comes, oh man, we playing tough, but when John gets back, we can really do it. It's like now they feel like, all right, they need him. I feel like they know that, yo, we need John back now. We we cooled down a bit. Sadaransky ain't playing the way he was playing before. And Bradley Bill's playing a lot of minutes. He's, he even said he was tired after, I think it was the Golden State game. Yeah, man, but it's getting competitive, man. Um, The East is definitely competitive, so I'm loving it. You know what I mean? When the Cavs get Kevin Love back, then we can really fully gauge them. When, when the Wizards get John Wall back, we can we can see exactly where they're at. But I, I'm I'm excited for the playoffs. I'm excited for the this last end of basketball. You know what I mean? Just to see how everybody's feeling. Hopefully, there's no injuries. You know what I mean? Even though that would even the playing field a little bit. You know what I mean? But we don't want that. Um, yeah, Derrick Rose still ain't on the team yet. So I don't know. The NBA is in a very interesting place. And I'm loving it, man. And with this whole NCAA thing, um, March Madness is coming up. Yeah, March Madness is literally around the corner. Um, we're going to see. I, I read an article about the NBA trying to get involved in high school. You know what I mean? They're going to try and like get involved in the grassroots movement in high school and see how they can develop players and scout players so that maybe they can avoid this whole um, college ball situation. But, yeah, um, once again, I'm going to just say – um, happy birthday, Toronto. You know what I mean? Happy birthday, Ghana. But um, Toronto, man, once again, shout out to Toronto because um, on Toronto's 184th, um, Flow 90, not Flow anymore, they're 93.5 to move. All day they've been playing Toronto music, man. And I just want to say shout out to them for that concept. You know what I mean? Playing Pressa, playing Killy, playing, playing um, Panks, Griselda Blanco, K-Money. Like, it's been lit. Like, they've been playing a lot of great music. They had DJ Charlie B up there. They had uh, Toronto Rappers up there. They had a lot of people up there. So it's been a great look for the city, man. Um, it just, hearing the Charlie B at the nighttime kind of just gave me that Funk Flex vibe. Imagine being, you know, how, how Flex at nighttime in New York was the shit. Like, I feel like we missed those moments where we, like, I feel like just them playing this music today just has, it has to open up a, uh, a way, a pipeline, be like, yo, this needs to be done on the regular. Like, people were really tuned in to Toronto music on the radio today. Great feeling, great thing, man. Um, yeah, so I just want to leave on that note, man. And um, yeah, it's your boy E. It's, it's too real. Um, like, subscribe, review. Just thanks for listening, everybody, man. And God bless. Keep your health first, definitely. Keep your health first. And just try your best to be happy, man. It's your boy East. It's too real.